welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. Doug Addison here. You know, we've been talking about revival, and if you've been following my ministry or my messages online, I've also been talking about the fact that we need to shift the spiritual atmosphere right now. There's been a negative spirit ruling. In fact, uh, my ministry, Lou Engel and Keith Ferrante, all called a 40-day fast that actually turned into a 50-day fast that ended just last month. And it was fasting from negativity, fasting into joy, and also fasting from food if you wanted to do that. Now, that has ended, and I tell you, there was something powerfully prophetic that happened in that whole thing. And there was someone, there's many people who were involved in it, but a guy had a dream that Lou Engel, Keith Ferrante, Doug Addison was all one man, one prophet standing on a stage in California. Now, we represent the different areas of California. Keith is in the north, and that's what, what the dream was. I was in Central California, and Lou Engel was in Southern. Now, if you know know this, you might not know this, but God knew it, is that I'm actually located in Los Angeles, but my office and my ministry is is in Santa Maria, which is Central California, Central Coast of California. So it was really cool how this came together. We had never met each other before, but we came together with a powerful release of the prophetic word, calling people to shift the spiritual atmosphere over California, because most of the big revivals in the past have centered around California and the West Coast, and you'll see it will affect the entire world. So thank you if you were part of that, but keep praying because we're expecting something big. In fact, the Lord's been prophesying the new Jesus People movement. Now, back in the 1970s, it was the last known revival in North America. We've had moves of God. We've had all kinds of different things happen, you know. We've had God come and move in in healing and laughter and renewal of the gifts. We've seen the prophetic. We've seen all types of renewals happening, but there hasn't been a true revival. Now, a true revival reaches beyond the four walls of a church and goes into the streets. It is everywhere, and it was the 1970s, the Jesus People Movement. I came to Jesus for my first time during that time. I was only 12, but it was an amazing time, I tell you. God wants to do it again. The Lord wants to, you know, like before. It was actually a rebellious group of hippies that God ignited a revival that has changed the church and Christianity forever because they brought in something, you know, uh, besides B.O. and petroleum oil. They brought a powerful freedom in the Spirit, and they moved in evangelism and healing, and it was just so powerful. Billy Graham actually stepped up in 1971 and sanctioned this movement to say, you know what, this is of the Lord. But most of the church rejected it because it was just way too weird for most people to understand. But God moves that way. We're expecting to see this once again. And we're seeing the spirit of violence and negativity ruling in the church 
and the airways, uh, the internet fueling negativity, especially around you know social media and things like that. So I have a special guest on the podcast, Mondo Matthews, and he is, uh, gosh, he's got so many talents and gifts. Now, I met Mondo during this time of the 40 and 50 day fast, and we were at a meeting up in Santa Maria, and he shared his story. And I tell you, when he got up on the stage, the Lord said, you need to invite him on the podcast because he has a breaker anointing that's going to break open revelation over you, over people. And there's a powerful anointing on this man that most people have overlooked. They haven't seen it. But he, he's very close to where we live right now. He's affiliated with the call, and he's in the prayer rooms and missions. And after spending time on the mission fields of Mexico, Mondo served as an inner-city missionary and church planter with World Impact. And Mondo's a worshiper at heart. Uh, he's a worship leader. He's written many worship songs. He's made arrangements in music. Uh, and one of the songs I heard him sing is like, wow, he wrote a song about what's going on right now with this call for us to open the heavens over California and about letting it rain. And there's a powerful anointing right now. He's been married to his wife for 15 years. They have five amazing children. In fact, one of them was born just recently. We're going to talk about that. But anyway, uh, hey, welcome to the podcast, Mondo. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate it. I'm excited to be here with you. Yeah, boy. You're such a crossover because you've been in the business world and you've been behind the keyboards and you've been a worshiper. Just tell us a little bit more about your journey. Yeah, well, you know, I've been, obviously, I'm a second generation, third generation pastor's kid and just love God, love God most all my life. And um, anyway... You know, I was raised in more of a conservative background, and the last 18 years or so, the Lord encountered me, and I just had this supernatural hunger to see revival break out. And so ended up, you know, coming out of the conservative background, jumping into the things of the Spirit, joined the church and the call and Harvest Rock Church, and just really um, threw myself into wanting to see revival. Yeah. And... Since that time, I've just really been on a, a quest. Even though the Lord has encountered me multiple times in multiple ways, I still have this insatiable desire to see more of the Spirit poured out and to see greater things than what we've ever seen before. Yeah. So, you know, I think a big part of my journey started, especially when it comes to wanting to see revival and another outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In 2005, I, I just felt desperate for more of God. And I, I found out that there had been a great revival called the Azusa Street Revival in Los Angeles. And we lived in Los Angeles at the time. And I thought, man, let me go find this place where this revival was. And I prayed on the plaza there and it just like wrecked me. Wow. And I, after that, just began to live a life of prayer and fasting to see another great outpouring of the Holy Spirit like Azusa Street. Yeah. But greater, you know, because God always does things in greater measure. We go from glory to glory, you know. And so, yeah, my heart has been just turned towards seeking him. Uh, 2005, I sought, sought the Lord. I was doing inner city missions at that time with my wife, uh, with World Impact, like you mentioned. And at that time, I, I just went to the grave of Seymour and began to spend most of my mornings at the graveyard 
doing my devotion <laughs> and uh, just asking the Lord. I remember the first time I got there to the graveyard, I just prayed, Lord, give me a double portion anointing of whatever you gave Seymour to break open the heaven and to see a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I want to see the same thing for Come my on. generation. Yeah. And so um, you know, I wept there at the, at the gravesite there for about three hours, my first time there, and encountered the Holy Spirit in a way that I'd never encountered him. And uh, since then, I've been on this journey, and it's all been to see another great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which I like to describe as rain. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is so wild, man. And we have a lot in common, though. I've actually gone and prayed and gone into the places here in L.A. and, and been asking uh-huh. the Lord. And 2005, by the way, I don't know if you realize this, is really significant because we've had a revival in North America every 11 years, and it goes all the way back. If you go back like to Azusa Street Revival, 1906, you go up 11 years. 1917 was Amy Simple McPherson. You can follow the 11-year pattern, hits 1950, the healing movement. 61 was, uh, it wasn't the start of these, but it was going. 61, 11 years later, was the charismatic renewal. 72, the Jesus people. 83, the third wave charismatic movement with Peter Wagner, John Wimber. 94 was Toronto. Add 11 was 2005. And that's when we were supposed to have the revival of the glory and the gemstones that started, but it never went anywhere. So what happened was, it's just interesting that you said that. During the time when many people said no and got turned off, God raised you up. He began to raise up people like Mondo and others that were not known and behind the scenes to go out and cry out, you know, just to cry out for it. I'm just saying, wow, something's going on here, man. I'm so excited. And uh, so wow. uh, let's just kind of fast forward here and, or re- okay. rewind or whatever. I had never really talked. I met Lou Engel one time of the call. I'd never met mm-hmm. uh, Keith Ferrante. All of a sudden, in I think it was in March, it was, I get this call from Lou Engel, and he shares the dream that you had about Keith, Lou, and myself coming together as one man, as one prophet and prophesying Mm -hmm. in something to the effect of the rain, I just want to say it radically changed me. I was healed. I've been under affliction for a few years. I was healed the next day. And I'm not kidding you. The very next day, everything started to come into place. And that's why I said you have a breaker anointing on you on that dream. It broke open things and broke open the revelation. So those of you listening, by the way, you might need to pull the car over if you're driving. There's a powerful breaker anointing about to be released. So why don't you share a little bit about that dream? Sure, yeah. So long story short, yeah, um, in the dream, I'm at a camp meeting, and it's an outdoor camp meeting, and there's thousands of people there, and there's this hybrid preacher who's preaching, and he's a hybrid of Doug Addison, Lou Engel, and Keith Ferrante, which I believe represented, you know, Northern California's uh, Keith Ferrante, Doug Addison, who still has his offices in Santa Maria, Central California, and Lou, uh, Southern California, he's been a prophet here for 30 years. And so this hybrid preacher is preaching, and as he's preaching, he suddenly says, I'm about to do another fast with Mondo. Now, in the dream, I was actually walking away from the camp meeting, 
But when I heard that, it got my attention. I turned around, and several people in the audience began to ask, what kind of fast is this going to be? Is it another, you know, and they start naming out different types of fasts. And many of the fasts have been fasts that I had done in the past, just so you know, for the last three years. Um, I've done a hundred days of fasting and prayer for the hundred year prophecy wow. to see the prophecy fulfilled and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and glory greater than what was at Azusa Street. And so in the dream, I wondered if it was another hundred day fast that the Lord was calling uh, me to and me to call for our community here, part of the call community here in Pasadena. And so I was wondering what sort of fast it was. And as I was wondering this, suddenly Fast forward in the dream, I'm sitting across from the preacher, and we're at a table at a restaurant, and he's about to explain to me what type of fast it's going to be. And so as I'm waiting to hear, instead of him speaking words, he begins to sing a phrase, and the phrase was, heaven send the rain, pour on hearts again. And I heard the phrase, and he sings it out, and um, as soon as he sings it, I think to myself in the dream, well, we already have two rain songs. Do we really need another one? And so I tell him, I say, we already have a couple of rain songs. Do you really want, you know, if you like, I can help you publish this song. But we already kind of have that. And uh, he looks at me and he says, this is the last rain song. And that's the end of the dream. Um, of course, I wake up and I begin to, to, to weep and to cry because I know that a lot of these years, honestly, years of seeking God, not just me, you know, for me, it's been 12 to 13 years since 2005 of really pressing in and doing days of prayer and fasting every year to see the outpouring and see a fulfillment of these promises that have been released over the body of Christ. But I know there have been many like Lou Engel and others who have been praying for a lot longer than I have. For 20, 30, there have been prophecies that have been in the body and spoken over the body of Christ that I believe have been, in many ways, uh, overdue, that have been in the womb of the body for maybe even 100 years, yeah. like uh, Seymour's word. And so we've been waiting. And many, in many ways, I believe these words have been long overdue. And so a lot of them point to an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and rain. And so when he mentioned this, this is the last rain song. I really felt that we are entering the season of two things. One, well, we're about to see this, this rain poured out such that we've never seen before. But then two, when you look at the words last rain, it's actually a play on words, which Lou brought up. It's a play on words. And, you know, there are the former rains or the first rains, which are usually in the fall. And then there are the, la the latter rains or the last rains, which are in the spring. And the last rains are usually poured out right before a great harvest, or right in the uh, harvest season. And so I believe it's a play on words that there's a great outpouring that is coming, and it's upon us. It's, it's soon, and it will lead to the great harvest that has been prophesied. I believe billion soul harvest, in other words, of the harvest, I believe the last rains will definitely be the rains that are poured out and of the Holy Spirit that will usher in the great harvest, possibly even before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is so powerful. So what did you do? How did you respond to this? 
Well, initially I didn't do anything. <laughs> I wasn't, the reason why I said I was walking away, I believe, in, even in the dream, I was, you know, for the three years leading up to 2018, so 2015, 16, and 17, for the first 100 days of each year, I prayed and fasted and called a, a community of people into prayer and fasting for the 100-year prophecy, which Seymour prophesied there would be a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which is rain. And so I wasn't sure if I wanted to do another fast like that again. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> you know, it's been a lot of prayer and fasting. And so initially I wasn't sure. I was just like, Lord, do you want another fast like that? And I shared it then with Lou, and he said, oh, I believe this thing, the 70 years uh, window of the Lateran movement, and this being the 70 years since Israel became a nation, we're in the exact time of the latter rain, you know, in the time of latter rain, pray for the rain. So I knew we needed to fast. And uh, so Lou asked me before he called Doug and uh, Keith, he said, what do you, what do you think? When would you want to do the fast? Well, I said, well, I believe this is to be a fulfillment of, of the hundred year prophecy. So let's fast from March 1st to April the 9th, you know, leading up to Azusa street revival um, date, which is April the 9th. And let's just believe that God's going to pour his spirit out again in California. And so immediately he said, well, what if we ask these three guys and we just call all of California into prayer and fasting during this time? And that's what happened. We did the dream. And we, you know, he called and contacted Doug and Keith and, you know, these three prophets, which represent the three regions of California, called California into prayer and fasting. And I believe something has shifted because of this fast. Yeah, wild, wild stuff is happening. And and I am so excited, because I'm a times and seasons type of prophet, so you're talking about stuff that lines right up on a timetable, you know, by noticing that, wow, we should start it on the anniversary of the Azusa Street Revival, everything kind of overlapping right now with the mm-hmm. uh, the time of Israel, you know, becoming a state. There's so much right now. It's I, I feel yeah. like it's pregnant— you know, there's something about to give birth. That was a prophetic word I just released actually this month, is something's mm-hmm. about to give birth, and yeah. we need to birth it out. Yeah. And, and right. so we ended up getting together, the whole group of us. We, Of course, we called the fast you know, on the Internet, pretty much, and we prayed about it. And, and I thought, because one of my biggest things is fasting from negativity, but here I am on this podcast with Lou Engel, Mr. Fast, you know. I've actually been <laughs> fasting from fasting, believe it or not. <laughs> and because the Lord told me, fast from fasting, because my grandfather was a farmer, and I yeah. remember harvest time. You don't fast in harvest time. And I began to prophesy right. in, and it was actually part of a prophecy out of the book of Amos chapter 9, and it was saying the time is coming when the reaper will overtake the plowman. And the That's Lord right. spoke to me. When we moved to L.A. the first time, back in 2003, we came here, the Lord said, there's so many plowmen here including Lou Engel. In fact, I was going to meet with Lou, and I, I ended up not—something uh, happened. I couldn't meet with him. I think everyone was fasting so much, I, I couldn't even have a meal with anyone. And, uh, wow. and so the Lord said to me, I want you to raise up reapers, and that's what I've been doing. My whole calling is to raise up the evangelists out in the streets, you know, tattoo interpreters, dream interpreters, the prophetic, you know, the teams that go outside uh, of the church, and I want yeah. you to raise the people up to fulfill that calling to overtake 
now I think we're going to see this. It's going to we're going to see that the plowmen have been in there, and you've been a plowman. Lou's been a plowman. There's been so many people, even those listening on the podcast. You've been plowing yeah. and sowing and sowing and sowing yeah. and sowing, yeah. and now something's about to shift. Now we did it. We called the fast, and it yeah. was between March first and and then April 9th. and and then. Someone had a dream. I think Lou Engel's assistant had a dream to take it 10 more days. Lou took us, we knew it was 10 more days, which landed prophetically right on April 18th, 418. By the way, it's my life verse. It's Lou's life verse. It was Jesus's life verse. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. And it was the launching of Jesus Christ's ministry was Luke 418. And we thought, wow, you know, this would be powerful if we end this in Santa Maria, where God's doing something, and where Prophet Bob Jones actually told me years ago, he called me up on the phone before he died, and he said, you need to move to Santa Maria, and you need to open a portal there, because there's a move of God coming in the future that's going to usher in and be part of the billion soul harvest. If you follow any of his words, he said the Woodstock that he saw where there was a gathering of worshipers, of young people so great, it was like Woodstock. He said it was in Santa Maria, California. And that's why we moved there a while ago, but nothing happens. So here we are. We meet in Santa Maria the week of the the 19th, or the 18th, somewhere in there. Week of the 18th, uh, we're all worshiping. We prayed, fasted. There was only one day that the three of the hybrid prophet could be together, and that was the Monday before. Something Which shifted. Which was the anniversary of Azusa Street. Yeah, uh, that night. Yeah. We didn't even plan yeah. that. That was the Lord. And so uh, right. it was such a powerful night. And Mondo actually got up and shared because more happened about the rain. He wrote another rain song and he sang it. But also there was a prophetic act with your wife having a baby. That's right. Yeah. Let me just really share that really quickly. That was that was uh, amazing. So during this time of the prayer and the fasting season from March 1st through April the 9th, which was extended to the, to the 18th of April, my wife and I are, are in the last trimester during this fast. In fact, we're uh, actually, we were, ex- we were expecting him to come the beginning of um, March. And I believe our son, our fifth child, due beginning of March. And <laughs> interestingly enough, of course, the beginning of March comes, and our son is supposed to be born, and he he begins to be overdue. The due date comes and passes, and this being the fifth child, that's very unusual. And so people start asking us, well, isn't that unusual for your, your fifth child? Or, your you know, you've already had children before to have children that are overdue. They usually come quicker, and we, we are a little worried, but not too worried. And we're like, yeah, he's overdue, he's overdue. And so during this time... We start praying, and I, I have several times where we're just praying. We're asking God, you know, send this baby, uh, you know, uh, now, now, now. I remember one particular time where we're shouting the words, now, now, you know, over my wife's womb. And it didn't seem like, it seemed like nothing that we did or declared over her womb seemed to, to get this baby moving. And so by the time, I think it was about 10 days overdue. He was about 10 days overdue, and that morning, my wife goes to, to go and see if he, you know, he's any further along, and he's not really further along, and we're a little 
little get concerned and you know because it's just it's just dragging on very much like let me just throw this in very much like a lot of the prophetic words that we've gotten regarding the outpouring of the holy spirit exactly uh it's just it's been it's been taking a long time you know and it's overdue and so this is starting to happen in the natural with us and so anyway this is like just like a, 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 a normal day and she goes gets checked out that day nothing she comes back home and that night nothing. You know, we put our kids in bed and it's about midnight. Suddenly she actually gets on her, her uh, hands and knees and starts to try to manipulate the baby's head. Cause sometimes a baby is overdue when the head isn't positioned right. So she starts to try to manipulate the head. And as soon as she does that, she feels the baby move and she feels something. And two minutes later, she feels it again. And we realize by the third time, that she's having contractions, wow, which is amazing. So we're excited, and so uh, by this time, I mean it's, it's midnight. I'm trying to get a nap. I'm trying to go to bed and go to sleep. And she says, you know, I think that that was a real contraction. And so, you know, sometimes it takes hours for you know contractions and all of that. Well, in this particular case, so I said, well, I'm gonna go to bed, and uh, you can go ahead and you know have your labor during the night and. You know, when it gets to a certain point, then we'll head over to the doctor. We just need to know what the amount of time between each contraction. So I asked her, what do you think uh, the time is? She said, well, it's every two minutes, which is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if, if you know every two minutes, if you get to the every two minutes part, you're about to have the baby. <laughs> so we went from no contractions and nothing to suddenly, I mean, suddenly she's, she's about ready to have the baby. For us, every two minutes means the baby's 20 minutes away. So immediately we call the midwife, we uh, get our things, we throw our things in the car, and we rush over to the, uh, the birthing center where we're going to have the baby. We get there about two or three minutes before the midwife gets there. And in the car, she starts to push the baby. I mean, you know, the baby starts to just, I, I, I think she starts to have the baby in the car. And so here she is. It feels like and she's starting to sound like the baby's coming out, and now I'm praying in the car, not now, not now, <laughs> just trying to declare, not now, it's not time yet, it's not time yet, you know, so all this time we've been declaring and praying, you know, now, now, it's time, you know, over, no more overdue, and, and suddenly, the baby's just here, you know, with no labor, really, uh, six minutes of labor, and now the baby's suddenly here, so we get to the birthing center, the midwife isn't even there yet, and my wife feels like her water's about to break. And so, you know, she jumps out of the car. We don't want to have the water breaking in the car. She jumps out of the car. She begins to squat down. And what she thought initially the water was going to break. Instead, our son emerges. He emerges. And I, I don't even have time to park the car. I jump out of the car. I run around. I put it in park, but I, I didn't even turn the car off. And there's not even enough time. I run around and I see that he's already emerged. And it's actually raining outside. And the first thing that I see is he's being rained on and his hand and his head are already out. Wow. And so within 30 seconds to a minute over the next minute, he's fully born. And I'm able to deliver him right there in the rain with my wife uh, before the midwife even shows up. Wow. So what went from a, you know, overdue, doesn't seem like this baby's ever going to come suddenly happens and he's born and he's not just born he's born during 
on, on 317. So during this fast for rain, he's born in the rain, and it's a suddenly that comes. Yes. And so the Lord speaks to me very shortly after that. We have the rest of the birth. The midwife shows up a minute later. We walk into the, the birthing center and the, have the rest of the birth. And then the Lord speaks to me and says, you must name your, your child Rain. Um, and we already had a couple names prepared for the child. And so we added that name as a third name. So his name is Garrett Ellis Rain Matthews. And the Lord said, name him Rain because the body of Christ has been waiting for the outpouring of the Spirit for some time. And it's been overdue. But he said, but it's coming and it's coming suddenly. You're not going to even be able to prepare for it, just like we weren't able to. And he said, just just be ready. You know, it's coming soon. It's coming quickly. And so I truly believe that Garrett Ellis' reign was a sign of the things to come and this next outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's upon us. I really believe that. Yeah, come on now. Listen, it's not just the big revival, because as we know, revival starts in our hearts first. So, That's right. And this is a prophetic sign. And, and when I heard this story, I heard Bondo share this. I saw Raid. I saw the baby. I saw Ellis, Garrett Ellis, and they brought him up on the stage, and I saw his wife, and, and I heard the Lord say, this is a prophetic sign, and it will not just be the big revival that's coming. It'll be the revival yeah. in your life. It'll be the revival in our personal lives. And just right. like they birthed fast, and they were saying, come on, come on, come on, and then all of a sudden, when it hits, it's like, oh, no. I, we're right. going to expect something. The suddenlies are going right. to start happening. This is at that that's moment right. when we were in Santa Maria. You just told that story and we were worshiping, and the Lord said, you need to bring this man on your podcast because he's going to release an anointing that's going to break open the water. And you wasn't even the the He's going to birth babies. And at that time, I had no idea my prophetic word for this month would be, it was for the month of May, and no matter when you're listening, just don't worry about it. God's outside of time. It just went out on the website. And I just noticed today, Elijah List posted it, and Steve Schultz, who doesn't usually say this, he said this particular word about the good news about the birthing is happening wow. is is one of the most powerfully encouraging words we've released all year and it's about wow. birthing something and it's about the new things that's coming right now in your life and this is that's a right. prophetic sign for you and we're gonna we're gonna hey the word we're gonna go into some more here because there's lots more to this so we finished the fast we actually I just want to mention because we're gonna shift gears is we extended the fast to April 18th. I came home to L.A. April 19th, I got up, and I'm praying. Here in Santa Monica, I'm praying, and then it rained in L.A. I kid you not. You know, for us, other places in the country, you know, they're like, what? Well, we get our whole year's worth of rainfall in January, possibly February. After that, if it rains, it is a miracle from the Lord. And it just didn't sprinkle. It rained. In Los Angeles, and we're on the west side of L.A., and and it rained, and the Lord said, this is my sign to you that what's going on, the latter rain is now going to come. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Did you see it rain out there in Pasadena? I don't know. Well, we were on the 19th. We were coming back from Santa Maria, but we had a similar situation happen while we were there. I don't know if you heard about this, but... There was one particular day where we were praying. I think it was, might have been two or three days before that. And one woman came up to the microphone to pray, and she began to say, the water is breaking. The water is breaking. The water is breaking. 
And as soon as she said that, it just like began to pour in Santa Maria, you know, and Santa Maria, even though we had experienced rain, you know, the month of March here in, in Southern California and in other parts of California, which was unusual as well during the fast, Santa Maria hadn't gotten much rain. And it just began to pour as soon as she said that. And we really feel that the rain is the water breaking yeah. and the, the, the babies and the promises of God coming forth in this, in this hour. And, you, you, you know, Doug, you mentioned that it's not just the big revival. It's, the, it's also individual, individuals seeing the promises of God and the prophetic words and the things that, they, that we've all been carrying for seasons and for some of us years. Uh, it's now time for those words, and it's now time for those things to come forth and be birthed in this very hour. It's individual as well as corporate. There's the corporate body of Christ that has been carrying words of great revival, and then there's individuals that have been carrying the words. And all of us, I believe, as the water begins to break, the promises will come forth in this time. Yeah, come on. I, there's such a power. There's so much power in this. So, you know, the Lord spoke to me when I saw the baby. And uh, and and you told your story. The Lord said, "When when He comes on your podcast, it's going to release a breaker anointing that's going to break things open." So uh, naturally, uh, I was excited. I had my assistant get a hold of Mondo and mention that I wanted him to share this. And normally, when I bring someone on, because we are prophetic, you know, we don't really tell people what to say. We know we just say, "Well, you know, seek the Lord and and share what you want that's on your heart." But, you know, I was so excited about this, I wanted to share the story. And so then, Bondo, just tell us about another dream you had. What happened after that? Yeah, so on the 3rd of May, I was praying about what I would share with Doug, you know. And that night, I was praying and asking the Lord, what, what should we share? What should I share? What should we talk about? That night, I have a dream. And in the dream, I'm telling Doug you know, and I'm giving him a news alert. And so the, the, the dream, it just, I saw the words as I was speaking them out and it said, news alert, revival is sweeping across California. And uh, I knew in the dream that as, as I was saying it, the news was beginning to take place. I also knew because I, I, I had shared my, my, my story with another church only a few days before, and it just happened to rain in May a day or so after sharing this dream. And I just felt like there was a breaker that came even with sharing about this. And so as I was speaking a lot of this to Doug in a dream, I told him and I could see the big one is coming. And I set these very words in the dream, the big one is coming. And I could see if there are great waves of revival once more hitting the shores of California that would impact not just California, but also impact the nation but I also could see, because in California we have earthquakes, I also could see that, that God was going to be shaking things up. And I, I, I believe that it's not a destructive, and I'm praying that it's not a destructive quake, but it's a church quake, one that, that shakes things up over the body of Christ and brings things back into the alignment of what God has initially planned for his, his church and, and this world. And so um, anyway, that was uh, something that I got Another thing, Doug, you know, there have been three times, and I don't say this to boast or anything like that at, at all. There have been three fasts, three, like I mentioned before, leading up to this fast this year. And every single time that we've done a fast, a 40-day fast in unity, we have seen record rainfall. 
every time we've done these fasts over, wow. the, over the last three years, record rainfall in California. In fact, last year when we did it, there was more rain poured out in California than had been poured out in 170 years. Wow. And um, this year, there was very little rain in January or February. And then as soon as we started, March 1st, this fast, I think you're in Santa Monica, we're in Pasadena, it started raining that very night that we started uh, praying and fasting. And we got the biggest rainfall this year that we had had all season beginning March 1st. And so you talked about it raining April the 19th. It just started raining as we started praying. First the natural, then the spirit. I truly believe that God is shifting things so much so, and a breaker anointing, breaking open the water, breaking the water. Revival waters are breaking over not just California, but I, I believe that they are breaking in California, but also for the nation and the nations of the world. Yeah, come on now. Listen, this is so prophetic because this whole thing now, for those of you who've been following the fast, was part of the fast, maybe you didn't know about it, you can go to my website, DougAddison.com, or you can just Google it. We had a webcast with Lou Engel, Keith Ferrante, and I. But now you know that behind the scenes, and not only that, the anointing that broke this open is now here. The breaker anointing. And I really believe this, that just like the Lord told me that, when Mondo comes on, he's going to release a breaker anointing that's going to open things up. And just like his baby was overdue, and just like things weren't, like it wasn't happening, there's something going to happen now, and the Lord's about to rain on you. So, Mondo, why don't, why don't you just release this over us? Just do a, an activation and release a prayer for those who've been crying out for more. Amen. Yeah, one of the phrases that came to me, during the time of uh, prayer, one of the times of prayer, powerful time of prayer in Santa Maria was, and this phrase came, and I just want to declare this phrase, and I want to encourage whoever is listening to declare this phrase, to even place your hand over your spiritual womb, if that's your heart, or even if that's just your womb area, just place your hand right there, and we're going to declare this together. I'm going to declare this over you. The phrase that came was, overdue is over. Overdue is over. And so, yeah, Lord, I just declare, and we just release right now and declare over the womb of the body of Christ, but also individuals that have been carrying your prophetic promises for years, have not seen the birth or the fulfillment of, of these words, even the fulfillment of the revivals that have been prophesied or have been delayed. We declare over those words and over every womb in the name of Jesus that overdue is over. It is now time. There is no more delay in the spirit. It is now time for the reigns of heaven and for the reigns of revival and for the reigns of the word of God and for the reigns of your spirit to be poured out once more in every heart. And on every, in every region of California, all across California, and even within the nation, Lord, we believe that now is the time that you're pouring out your spirit once more. And overdue is over in the name of Jesus. I am uh, picking myself up off the floor. I tell you, I'm weeping over this because it's very similar to the uh, encounters I've been just having. And uh, when Mondo and I were talking ahead of time and praying and about the shaking that's coming right now it just reminded me of the things that you know what people look at and he even compared his dream to an earthquake and people look at the negative but listen 
he understands the kingdom of God. People look for the negative, but the positive wasn't the earthquake and the destruction. The positive was the shaking things open. And this prophetic word, overdue is over. I tell you, you're going to need to listen to this again. There's an anointing right now that's going to open things up. And it's not judgment. People have been claiming judgment, claiming judgment. My goodness, you know, it, we, we cannot have even the second coming until we have the great revival. Because that's there's right. so many people been left off the list. And um, there's so much that's about to happen and open up. And there's a shaking that's coming in a good way. The Lord is about to shake things in your life. You're going to need to pray this prayer again and listen to this again. He's going to open things up. He's going to open up the womb of your creativity, open up the womb of the prophetic promises that have been lost. There's so many timetables coming together right now. Right now, I just released a word that says that was saying, no, nine months ago, it was like right around August, September, there's prophetic promises. Then yesterday, I was walking through with my team. We were on a call together and praying and the Lord said, no, seven years, seven months ago. And we were like, we started looking like, wow, you're right. It was October of 2010. And many people in my team and myself, we were like, wow. Then today, this is three days in a row. First, it's nine months, then seven years and uh, seven months. And then today, I begin to pray and the Lord says it's five years and five days And I went back at last year, five years ago, this was when the whole revelation and prophecies I began to get back in May of 2013 began to release. The only reason I'm sharing this is because things are lining up. And we are now in what I would call a convergence. That's when more than one season, uh, you know, overlaps, timetables start to overlap. And we're now in contraction. We're now at the two minutes apart, which is a double anointing. Two's double. We are now at this time. So, Lord, I just pray that you open it, open it, open it in Jesus' name. Wow, amen. Thank you so much, Mondo. Why don't you just tell us how to get a hold of you or maybe anything that you offer or on the Internet? Sure. Well, my wife and I, we're the directors of a school of prayer and ministry here in Pasadena called Igbalo Pasadena, igbalopasadena.org. You can go there and see what we're about. You're also on Facebook. That's correct. Yeah. Also on Facebook, like Balo Pasadena. By the way, that's spelled E-K-B-A-L-L-O, Pasadena. I had to look at it. I'm like, okay, I, I'm not a Greek person, but is that a Greek name or something? Yes. Igbalo is the word used in uh, Matthew 9, verse 38, and other passages, but there where Jesus looks out over the harvest fields in verse 37, he says, the fields are plentiful, laborers are few. And then in 38, verse 38, Matthew 9, he says, pray to the Lord of the harvest to ekbalo laborers into the harvest field. Wow. And that word ekbalo means to forcefully thrust out, to send. It's the word for sin, but it's not your usual word for sin. It's to violently send. And so we're raising up and believing God for an army that will be raised up to pray and fast, and that will be harvesters, too, at the same time, that will be sent into the nations, locally and globally, into the harvest fields. Yeah, come on now. I'm telling you, you might not know Mondo and his ministry and his wife right now, but I tell you, 
The Lord says, within one year, you will know him, and you will be listening to many of his songs. There'll be more of his revelation come. This was a birthing time for him. And the Lord told me that is that if you bring him on, something's going to birth for me personally, which I tell you, something's starting to birth. And also birth for the people who are following the podcast and listening to this. And also something's going to birth for him. And Mondo and Marsha, we're just so grateful for you and for your, your five children and what you do for the kingdom. And we're about to see something great. I want to encourage everybody, be praying for them. Get on Facebook or, you know, uh, just to encourage people to share this with other people because we're about to see something take place that's bigger than anything we can possibly dream or imagine. Thank you so much, Mondo. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me on, Doug. It's been a joy talking with you. Yeah. All right, everybody. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.